Hi there, this is Pastor Daniel Yabo. Hello, wherever you are watching us, once again, it's time to praise the Lord. Praise ye the Lord. The word of God is coming to you today and to bring a transformation, to bring a change, to take you to the next level. Those of us that have been marking time at the same spot for so long, this is the time to march forward. As the word of God comes to you this morning, this is Pastor Daniel Yebo, Lightweight Church of God in Christ, Arena of Release and Breakthrough, uh, located in the city of Redland, South United States of America, and also locations in Ghana, where South Africa that God has used Lightweight Church to establish, touching needs, delivering, healing, saving souls, and blessing many. On the missionary field, we bless you for being with us this hour. Let's go into prayer before the welcome, dear Heavenly Father. We invite you to take over this time of service, oh Lord. We are asking for your presence, your anointing, your power. Fill this time of service, Father. I will have mercy over us. So we ask that every shortcoming operating in our lives or those that you have divinely assigned and ordained to be part of this earth. Let the power of the Holy Ghost destroy spirit of shortcoming, spirit of bondage, captivity over your people's life. In the name of Jesus, by the blood of Jesus, Lord, we are asking for your grace and mercy. Father, let your word come forth out with signs Wonders and miracles, healing, deliverance, breakthrough, release, souls being saved unto you by your spirit from darkness to light. Lord, meet us at the point of our needs. Every limitation, setback, disappointment, every attack of killing, stealing, destruction, every premature death, every sickness, disease, and infirmity that have been demonically orchestrated aside in the realms of the spirit against your people or those that are already in, 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 uh, in, in, in infection of any sickness, disease, and infirmity. Your power comfort out by your order of their sickness, disease, and infirmity. China angels over our lives to keep watch of our soul, protect our going out our coming in. Lead and order our steps into our place of blessing on today and, and the days ahead of us. In the mighty name of Jesus, I pray. Hallelujah. Amen. I have a word for us. I'm still on the series. I'm taking possession of God's promises for us. This is part two of last week's uh, 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 message. And let's go to Deuteronomy chapter 30. Taking possession of God's promises for us. Let's go to Deuteronomy chapter 30, and I believe we'll start from 5 to 19. Deuteronomy chapter 30, verse 5 to 19. Hear what thou sayest, the Lord. Hallelujah. And it, the word of the Lord says, Then the Lord your God will bring you to the land which your fathers possess and you shall possess it. So it is 
connected to every household, that generational blessing, that generational prosperity. And that was meant for a household to possess. So if it wasn't so due to ancestors not able to possess it, then in the realms of the spirit, it is for us to possess it and to walk in that divine generational blessing and prosperity. Hallelujah. He will prosper you and multiply you more than your fathers. More than your fathers. And, uh, and, and more than your fathers. More than, more than prosper you, more, more than, and the Lord your God will circumcise your heart and the heart of your descendants to love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul, that you may live. Also, the Lord your God will put all these curses on your and those who hate you and persecute you. And you will again obey the voice of the Lord and do all his commandments, which I command you today. The Lord your God will make you abound in all the work of your hand, in the fruit of your body, in the increase of your livestock, and in the produce of your land for good. For the Lord will again rejoice over you for good as he rejoiced over your fathers. If you obey the voice of the Lord your God to keep his commandments and his statutes, which are written in this book of the Lord, and if you turn to the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul, for I command you today is not too mysterious for you. Listen to the word of God. This commandment is not too mysterious for you. It, it is not in heaven. Hallelujah. It is not in heaven that way. It is not in heaven. It is not in heaven that you should say, who will ascend into heaven for us and bring it to us, that we may hear it and do it. Nor is it beyond the sea that you should say, who will go over the sea for us and bring it to us, that we may hear it and do it. But the word is very near you in your mouth and in your heart that you may do it. See, I have said before you today, life and good, death and evil, in that command, and in that command you today to love the Lord your God, to walk in his ways, and to keep his commandments, his statutes, and his judgment, that you may live and multiply. And the Lord your God will bless you in the land which you go to possess. But if your heart turns away so that you do not hear, and are drawn away and worship other gods and serve them, I announce to you today that you shall surely perish and you shall not prolong your days in the land which crossed over the Jordan to go in and possess. I, I call heaven and earth as witness today against you that I have said before you life and death, blessing and cursing, therefore choose life that both you and your descendants may live. Choose life that you and the descendants may live. 
As God's people turn away from following after their own ways and the pleasures of this world and begin to serve and obey God with their entire heart, spirit, mind, and strength, God is going to bring what? Restoration. Life. Choose life. Choose life me. Choose the word of God and obey the word of God. Hallelujah. When we return to God with our whole hearts, all of these covenant blessings that we are talking about will overtake us and, will take, and we will what, take possession of our inheritance. We will take possession of our inheritance. Look at Deuteronomy chapter 30. I say, the Lord your God will make you abound in all the work of your hand and in the fruit of your body, in the increase of your livestock, and in the produce of your land for good. Fruit of your body. Work of your hand. Increase of your livestock. And in the produce of your life for good. For the Lord will again rejoice over you for good as he rejoiced over your fathers. When God is happy about us for being obedient, for giving him, giving us his heart. Hallelujah. When we give God our heart, it means that now God has God has our attention. God has our attention. Just as you 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 desire your children to have your attention in your family. This promise is for God's people today, meaning now. This year, this minute, this week, and this day. It is now, it is not in the future. But the issue is, we are to come to a place of belief that God wants us prosper. You have to be aware of it. That your Father God wants you prosper. So, therefore, you could take action by faith. Believe it that in the God wants us to be blessed and prosper rather than taking a poverty bath. Many people, due to bad doctrine, have been put in a place where they think if you are a believer or a Christian, you have to take a poverty bath and be poor to serve God. That is wrong doctrine. Even Jesus was rich. If he wasn't rich, Judas will not be the one that Akanda that took care of his money. How, how, how would you have an Akanda if you have no money for somebody to help you set it out and take, take care of it and account for it? So even if he did not have physical money, the world will not say, all the gold and silver are mine. And who did Jesus represent? He represented his father. I said, I and the father are one. Therefore, what belongs to the father belongs to Jesus. And through him, we achieve the supernatural provision and supply, the blessings that God has in store for us. Beloved, this is the reason why the nation Israel was stuck in the wilderness for over years. They were the people to inherit this blessing, manifestation of it, because they have been in slavery for how many? 330 years. 
But that that uh, prophecy was part of the first promise that God gave Father Abraham. He said, yes, I'll bless you, make you a nation of blessing and all the blessing. And he said, look, your descendants will be stuck in a nation, a land, a foreign land for 300 years. And after that, I'll visit them and bring them out and bless them. And this happened. But the people of Israel could not receive it as God expected them to receive. They had a hard time grasping them because over years they have been slave in captivity. They have the mindset of a slave. That's what they have known for years. Just imagine 300 years and to turn the people out and to instill in them what belongs to them, the type of blessing that belongs to them. It was very hard. When they were released by the power of the God, they still had their mindset. Some of us, we are saved. Some of us, we have come to Christ. We are believers. But we still have that old mindset of lack. Still have old mindset of not enough. Hallelujah. Lack and not enough. The old mindset of death. No life. So when they, they, they still have that mindset, lack. This is the reason why they got stuck in the wilderness. Hallelujah. So that God will be able to change that, instill in them the mindset of himself and what he wants them. The reason why they were on that journey. They got stuck in the wilderness for 40 years as a place of school. It was a lot training for them to change that mindset, a slavery mindset from bondage and captivity. Hallelujah. And this is required of us. We also have to have a change of mindset. The wilderness with a nothing built was a perfect place for God to declare his power so that they can what, develop the spirit of faith which requires trust and belief. Hallelujah. So that they have to come to a place where there's nothing and then they have to stand on the promises that God, you said you provide, that you are a provider, that you supply our needs. You are Jehovah El Shaddai. You are Jehovah Jireh, Jehovah Adonai, Jehovah Mikides, Tikino. Let your name be manifested. Hallelujah. And so there have to be a place where there's nothing. So the God will supernaturally <coughs> provide for them. God will supernaturally meet them at the point of their names. The reason why most of us we cannot tap into these promises and provision is because. We have the mind to want to work it out ourselves. We want to work everything out ourselves. Our own wisdom, our own ideas, our own mentality. But God is a supernatural God. And therefore, if we're going to receive anything from him, it will come supernaturally. Therefore, we have to cultivate that principle of how to receive from God 
supernaturally, trusting and believing in him. And that will prove that God is dependable God. God took them through that. Sometimes we, we experience a situation of lack because God wants to prove to us that he is what? A dependable God, a supernatural God. He needs to prove himself to us sometimes. Hallelujah. The next level we require God proving himself in a mighty special way. Hallelujah. Glory be to the name of the Lord. This is action time. The time has come for God's people to stop wandering around in the wilderness. Hallelujah. It's time for us to recognize who we are as joint hires of the kingdom of God. It's time for us to recognize as we are joint hires of the kingdom of God on earth. It said, that cannot come as it is in heaven. She gave us what? The kingdom of God and all these. So which means the kingdom of God within its confines has provision and supply. And we are what? Joint hires. We are part of God's assignment to build his kingdom on earth and bring souls to God. Hallelujah. It's time for us to know our covenant rights and privileges. That God is a covenant-keeping God, and we are in covenant with him. It's time for us to walk in a covenant relationship with God, where we are appropriating the covenant promises to meet the needs in our life. The promises are there, but you have to be in a position to appropriate them to meet your needs. Many Christians today are unaware. God has not forgotten the covenant he made with Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. He has established an everlasting covenant with us, sealed with his oath that he will never break. If you walk in that covenant relationship, obeying the commandments of the covenant, which necessarily involves the word of God, then God has swear an oath that he will not break that covenant. He will is obliged to meet you at the point of your needs as you walk in his ways and his will. God's purpose for establish an everlasting covenant with us has not changed. As it was pronounced to our forefathers, so is this still in existence. It's still alive. Hallelujah. Why? Because we as God's spiritual Israel he desired to bless us above the nations of the earth. We as God's spiritual Israel, he desires to bless us above the nations of the earth. Within his command, he has provided for all of our needs to be met now here on earth. Now here on earth, he has provided to meet all of our needs here on earth. Now we as Abraham's seeds, we have inherited the promises made to Israel under the old covenant and even greater promises. Under the old covenant and even greater promises. 
So what is our expectation? We have to walk in expectation daily. What expecting, not looking at the situation, not looking at the problem, not looking at what you see physically, but expect that and, and, and believe that all God's promises are confirmed and fulfilled through Jesus. Hallelujah. You who you came to God by salvation. All God's promises are confirmed and fulfilled through Jesus Christ. Let's look at 2 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 20. 2 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 20. It says, For all the promises of God in him are yes, and in him, amen. All the promises of God in him are what? Yes, and in him, amen, to the glory of God through us. And in him, amen, to the glory of God through us. Second Corinthians chapter 8, verse 9, is that for you know, glory be to the name of the Lord, the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, that though he was rich, yet he for your sake, he became poor, that you through his poverty might become more rich, rich in the essence of life, rich in soul, rich in spirit, rich in body, rich financially, hallelujah, rich all around you. Let's look at Philippians chapter 419. Philippians 419 says what? Oh my God, shall supply all your need according to his riches in who? In glory by Christ Jesus. Oh my God, repeat it after me. Oh my God, shall supply, personalize this. Oh my God, memorize this. Meditate on this every day. And my God shall supply all of my needs according to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus. Hallelujah. So all the covenant promises have been forever sealed and put into effect with the all-powerful blood of Jesus. All the promises have been forever sealed and put into effect with the all-powerful blood of Jesus. Repeat after me. As part of God's spiritual Israel, I have inherited all the covenant promises of God. Once again, as part of God's spiritual Israel, I have inherited all the covenant promises of God. No matter how bad your situation looks, believe the word of God and have faith, meaning it is done. Meditating and repeating over and over again in your heart, audibly, praying over in your heart. Hallelujah. Because Joshua chapter 1, verse 8, it says, For this book of the law shall not depart well from your mouth, but ye shall do accordingly as it says. And when you do that, what is going to happen? You shall Make your way prosperous and have what? Good success. The word of God. Through our meditation on God's word, the Holy Spirit will do what? 
relays ideas, insights, dreams, visions for us to develop so that we can experience financial breakthrough. So by your faith, you need to take an action, but you need an idea to develop. You need instruction. You need direction. You need what to do to bring the money in. Because when when Jesus needed the supernatural, some money to pay for the taxes, he told Peter and John, go to the sea and cast in the first fish that comes. Open the mouth. There's going to be money in the fish mouth. There is money in the fish mouth. Hallelujah. And take that money and go and pay the taxes. When the prophet wanted to meet the needs of the Shunammite woman, so what do you have? What do you have in your house? What do you have? She have nothing. It's only bread and uh, and fish or something like that. That my son, I that's the last we got to eat and die. So the prophet said, "Go ahead and bring it, and let me eat." Yeah, really? Are you serious, prophet? We are telling you that you say we should go and bring it and let you eat. And so they did likewise. And the prophet blessed, and the Lord's word came to manifestation, and they live life dwelling on plenty, plenty, plenty. Yeah, I mean, plenty, plenty. So God's word, as we meditate in our heart, why meditation you have? Because your heart is the contact point for the Spirit of God. And so as this word is in you, the Spirit of God will have contact with that word and bring it to manifestation spiritually. That was Elijah and the, the Zarapa. The Zarapa the, is a what? A, 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 any bread or flour and a little olive oil. So it's a, 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 jar, a jar of flour and a little olive oil. And that's First Kings 17. You know, verse 1 to 16, the Zarephath woman. So, accordingly, they obeyed the instruction coming from the prophet, and that was based on the word of God, because the prophet signified at that moment of a situation the prophet of God, who spoke the word of God. And by obedience, there was plenty. So, as you meditate on the word of God in your heart, what is it that you are lacking? Meditate on the word of God. The word will have contact with the spirit of God in your spirit. And you begin to receive revelation, revelation, what to do, how to do it, when to do it, where to go, to meet a, a network or, or to to. to to be a place of, of favor and grace to receive supernatural provision and supply. Or some type of an invention or some type of a business or, or a career to be or education, what to do. Hallelujah. That will bring you out of the lack. God is powerful. Have faith in the word of God, which establishes his covenant 
with you. Have faith in who? The word of God, which establishes his covenant with you. Now let's look at 2 Kings chapter 7, verse 1 to 15. The prophets were produced live just as it was spoken, but within a situation, the word did not make sense. We look at what I, I just described with uh, Prophet Elijah and the Zarephath woman. Within that situation, the word did not make sense. I have a jar of flour and a little bit of olive oil that is left for my son and I to cook, eat, and die. And you're asking us to go and bring it so you will eat? No, I'm not doing that. And that is why most of us are still going around the mountain of lack, the mountain of knowing, because we refuse, we are scared, we are afraid to obey the word of God. That will bring us instruction and take us to the next level of provision and supply for us to possess the promises of God in our life. Let's look at the word of God, 2 Kings chapter 7, verse 1 to 15. It said, Then Elisha said, Hear the word, you hear me? Hear the word of the Lord. That share the Lord tomorrow or by this time. A share of fine flour shall be sold for a shekel. And two shears of belly for a shekel at the gate of Samaria. So an officer on whose hand the king leaned answered the man of God and said, Look, that's a packing law prophet right there. When the prophet or the preacher preaches and speaks the word of the Lord, you always come across the packing law prophets who have something to say with directly opposite what the word is saying. So get rid of all the parking lot prophets that are surrounding your life. Hallelujah. And hear the word of the Lord. At the gate of so for so an officer on whose hand the king leaned answered the word of God and said, Look, if the Lord will make windows in heaven, could this thing be? And he said, In fact, you shall see it with your eyes, but you shall not eat of it. You will see what the Lord will do. But you will not eat of it. Now there were four leprous men at the entrance of the gate, and they said to one another, Why are we sitting here until we die? They what? They took action by faith. Why are we sitting here until we die? If we say we will enter the city, the famine is in the city. If we shall die there, if we sit here, we die also. Now therefore, come, let us surrender to the army of the Syrians, if they keep us alive, we shall live, and if they kill us, we shall only die. And they rose at the twilight to go to the camp of the Syrians. And when they had come to the outskirts of the Syrian camp, to their surprise, no one was there. For the Lord had caused the army of the Syrians to hear the noise of chariots and the noise of horses, the noise of a great army. So they said to one another, Look, the king of Israel has hired against us to the kings of the Hittites and the kings of the Egyptians to attack us. Therefore they arose and fled at twilight and left the camp intact their tents, their horses and their donkeys, and they fled for their lives. And when these lepers came to the outskirts of the camp, 
they went into one tent and ate and drank and carried from its silver gold clothing and went and hid them. Then they came back and entered another tent and carried some from there also and went and hid it. Then they said to one another, We are not doing right. This day is a day of good news. And we remain silent. If we wait until morning like some, punishment will come upon us. Now therefore come, let us go and tell the king's household. So they went and called to the gatekeepers of the city and told them saying, We went to the Syrian camp and surprisingly no one was there, not a human sound, only horses and donkeys tied and the tents intact. And the gatekeepers called out and they told it to the king's household inside. So the king arose in the night and said to his servant, Let me now tell you what the Syrians have done to us. They know that we are hungry, therefore they have gone out of the camp to hide themselves in the field, saying, When they come out of the city, we shall catch them alive and get into the city. And one of his servants answered and said, Please let several men take five of the remaining horses which are left in the city. Look, they may either become like all the multitude of Israel that are left in it, or indeed I say, they may become like all the multitude of Israel left from those who are consumed. So let us send them and see. Therefore they took two chariots with horses, and the king sent them in the direction of Assyria, and he saying, Go and see. And they went after them to the Jordan, and indeed all the road was full of Gunmen, weapons with the children had thrown away in their heads. So the messengers returned and told the king. If you keep reading, they went and looted. And that man, at the council of the king, who said the world will not come to manifestation, was trampled over by horses and died at the gate of the city. The word of God is true. So how do we take possession of God's promises for us? One, take hold of the title deed to our inheritance and claim what is legally ours. What a title deed gives you possession of something. So you ought to take hold of it. Now, when we say legally, that brings to mind what? The law. So there are spiritual laws that establishes this covenant blessings. So take all the title deeds and claim what is legally ours. See it, call it into existence. I am the blessing. And what is legal, walk in it. See yourself in it. See yourself as what a promise. Whatever you are looking for, see yourself in it. God said, I am. So you are what you are seeking for. The blessing you are seeking for. I am the money. I am the million dollars. I am the groceries, the bending. I am the mansion. I am the business. I am the education. I am the beautiful Nice, peaceful family relationship. 
See yourself as the end result of what you have been expecting. Already walking in it. Hallelujah. Two, before you can take full possession of the inheritance, you must know what is legally yours. What is legally yours is described in the spiritual principles found in the word of God. Found in the word of God. Three, you must know the covenant promises that belong to you before you can appropriate them in your life. You must know the covenant promises that belong to you before you can appropriate them in your life. Hear what the Spirit of God is saying. Receive it into your spirit. Hear what the Spirit of God is saying. What? And receive it into your spirit. This is the hour for God's people to walk in his fullness, manifesting to the world his glory and who he is and all that he has and is. Manifesting the glory of who God is, all that he has and is. Let's look at Deuteronomy chapter 2, verse 7. So I bring this word to a conclusion. Deuteronomy 2 says, For the Lord your God has blessed you in all the work of your hand. He knows you're trudging through this great wilderness. He knows you're trudging. So pay attention. Trudging, serious struggle. Serious life. Nothing there. Wilderness. Zero. These 40 years, the Lord your God has been with you. And you have lacked nothing. These 40 years, he has been with you in the wilderness where there was nothing and you have lacked nothing. So know this and walk in it. That no matter what is ahead of you, the situation now, the fear, the anxiety, Know that God has taken care of you in the past. Remember his promises for you. And he's only going to do better than before. He's, gonna, he's only going to outdo and outshine himself in your life. God bless you. Hallelujah. I lift you up into the hands of the Lord this hour. Every fear, every anxiety that has taken over your heart, held you in bondage and captivity to prevent you from taking possession of the promises of God for your life. Let the power of the Holy Ghost destroy it over your life. In the name of Jesus, I ask the power of the Holy Ghost to release the grace, the empowerment to obey his word, to obey, to walk and abide in his covenant. God should overshadow you with his grace to work in covenant relationship with him so that you'll be able to take possession of the covenant promises that belongs to you in the name of Jesus. The power of God release favor to break every lack and not enough you are experiencing. The grace and the favor of God move you into supernatural provision, increase, expansion, enlargement, multiplication. Cancel every limitation, setback, disappointment over your life in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen and amen and amen.
Look, let's look at what Second Corinthians, uh, uh, or let's look at um, uh, um, um, Romans chapter eight, verse nine. It says, "What does it? What does it say?" It says, "For you know the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, that though he was rich, yet for your sake he became poor, that you through his poverty might become rich." You know, it said, "These promises are for us now." And everlasting. And so what, what brings to mind is the Jesus factor. We cannot take Jesus out of the equation. And so we have to walk in that new covenant that God has on sale for us to be part of is in Jesus. His blood initiated the new covenant. Hallelujah. You say, who is Jesus? I want to walk in these promises. I've been experiencing lack all of my life, but God's promises are here now for us and also here on. When we die, we experience uh, a, a greater magnitude of relationship with God eternally, eternity, being where God is, as his word promises us. Jesus says, I go to prepare a place for you. And I will come, I will come and get you so that you will be with me in my father's house. There is mansions, multitude of mansions. Today, if you are to die or if it ends for you and you transition, there's judgment. And the number one question you're going to be asked, sitting on the judgment seat and Jesus, the judge, the question will be, what did you do with Jesus? The word of the Lord says it's appointed for man to die. And at the end, there is judgment. And this question will determine where the rest of your life will be at, whether in heaven and enjoying the mansion with Jesus and Father God, or whether in the lake of fire hell with Satan and his demon. Because the lake of fire, when you hear lake of fire, the sole purpose of it is the last destruction for Satan and his demons. All the forces that have tormented us and disturbed us all this while. That will be the final last destruction for them. So that place is not meant for human beings. Yours is heaven. Hallelujah. But it starts with accepting Christ in your heart. So that you become part of this new covenant. Hallelujah. That have been initiated with the blood of Jesus. For it is this reason that he went on the cross. That we might be saved. Look, John 3, 6 says, For God so loved the world that he gave who? His only begotten son. That whoever believeth in him will not perish but have everlasting life. It takes only believing, praying this prayer with me, and believing in this prayer, and you are, the, you are saved. Repeat after me, dear Jesus, I thank you for dying on the cross to save me from my sins. I believe that you are the Son of God. I invite you into my heart to be my Lord and personal Savior. And I'll serve you, dear Jesus, for the rest of my life. If it's the first time you are saying this prayer, 
or if you were a, a believer once and you walked away and you are repeating this prayer again, uh, you have rededicated your life back to Christ to walk in righteousness and in the covenant. And if this is your first time, if you believe in this prayer as you repeated it, I declare you saved. Multitude of angels are rejoicing in the heavens for your soul. The best part of this is your name has been written in the Lamb's Book of Life. The Lamb's Book of Life is stated in um, Revelation chapter 20, verse 12 to 15. It describes the purpose of this book, spiritual book in heaven, that those that come to God through Christ saved, names are recorded in that book in heaven. And in the last days of destruction, those whose names are not in the land book of life will find themselves in the lake of fire with Satan and his demons for the last destruction. So you are blessed today for being saved. Continue to subscribe to our, our, our broadcast. Continue to subscribe, be part of our services. Uh, we open our doors uh, on, online for you to become a member of Lightway Church of God in Christ so that you continue to be partners with us, that you will benefit from what God gives us to share, and then we also will benefit from your giving, your sacrificial giving, whether service or financial giving. Hallelujah. So it's a two-way uh, partnership. If you are giving today, we solicit for your financial contribution to support the vision that God has entrusted in hands. You are not giving to me. You are giving to support the vision. Lightweight Church of God in Christ is a vision. We are on the missionary field. We are touching needs. We are we, uh, in the missionary field. As I said, we have locations in Ghana that is touching needs of people. Hallelujah. And that is what your giving is going to support. So that every blessing that comes out of we uh, putting your financial contribution into the missionary vision, God in return bless you in hundredfold. It said, give and it shall be given unto you. Give and it shall be given unto you. What? Pressing over, running over. Shall God cause man to give to your bosom. So, uh, good measure, press down, shaking together, run over, shall men give into your bosom. For with the same measure that you met without, it shall be measured to you again. Hallelujah. God bless you for your giving. If you want to give uh, financially, our information is on the screen. Paper, is, if you look at your screen, where to give, paper, lightweightchurches at gmail.com or text to give um, 833-901-2082 and God will bless you. Search through your heart and ask God to lay an amount on your heart for God loves a cheerful giver. This is sacrificial giving. Sacrificial giving. Hallelujah. Equal sacrifice. Equal sacrifice. So wherever at the level God has blessed you, ask God to touch your heart to support 
the vision of lightweight church of God in Christ. And God will bless you. I release the word of the Lord uh, as we read in Luke chapter 38, verse 6, unto your finances. And put and put put a and put a look Luke 6 38. Luke 6 38. I'm sorry. Luke chapter 6, verse 38. I pray that over your with your finances and also place a need. Place a need on your finances. Direct your finances to meet a need. For God is a supernatural God who answers prayer. Father, as your people give unto you financially to support your work. Meet them at the point of their name. Visit them as you visited Cornelius in Acts chapter 10. Because of his giving, an angel was sent to visit Cornelius' house, which brought salvation to his household. God bless you. God meet you at the point of your need, spiritual and physical, and hundredfold return. I speak over your, your life. In the name of Jesus. We also have prayer during the week, prayer time. Now, I should give, I have a gift for you. Go online. I have an ebook available for you to download. So go online, download the ebook, lightweightchat.com, download the ebook, Claiming Victory Over Your Giant is our gift for you supporting us sacrificially with your finances. And it's going to bring you to a place of taking possession of God's promises for your life. Hallelujah. We also have prayer during the week. We are on prayer, uh, our telephone, excuse me, telephone prayer, um, Monday, Tuesdays, Wednesdays, we meet at the sanctuary, and then Thursdays and Fridays. So the uh, line is 515-603-5632. You could dial in 515-603-5632, 9 a.m., California, USC, California time. So if you find yourself in a different part of the world and you want to be part of it, many people have been asking, how do I join the prayer? How do I join the prayer? How do I give? If you watch this service to an end with all this instruction and information given to you, so you ought to just look at it and follow you. You don't need to ask how to do it. If you, find, if you look and pay attention, it's right there for you. Hallelujah. And you can follow you, and God will bless you. Hallelujah. So look at your time zone and see when you could identify with USA California time, 9 a.m. So 9 a.m. California time might be 2 p.m. your time, whatever it is. So you ought to, you could Google it out, you know. That's why we have the internet, and we'll give you that exact time. You could dial in every part of this prayer. And God will meet you at the point of your need. There have been great signs, wonders, and miracles. Needs been met. Prayers been answered all over. Great miracles coming to you. Did you hear me? Great miracles coming to you as you join this prayer. Hallelujah. Ask God to move in your life. Amen. So I'll meet with you again next Sunday. God bless you. Bye-bye.